0: Welcome to the Brain People Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Daniel Binus, and I'm a psychiatrist. And I'm joined today by my co-host. I'm Jonathan Edens. I'm a psychiatric PA. All right. Today's topic is going to be mental health supplements. And we're going to talk about who might consider being on a mental health supplement, why, and uh, just giving some examples of uh, different supplements that are out there that are quite effective, and also uh, some supplement stacks. And we're going to fill you in on what a supplement stack is. So uh, hold on to your seats. It's going to (laughs) be a lot of excitement because today, indeed, I am with the supplement king of the brain people. And that would be Jonathan right across from me. So Jonathan, uh, first of all, I'd be curious, um, what, Got you interested in uh, supplements in the first place?
1: Well, I would say that uh, I mean I've been interested in supplement supplementation for a long period of time. Um, initially, it started when I was in high school, and I was trying to learn as much as I can about you know building muscle and, and that sort of a thing. And, and so, supplementation has been a part of the fitness industry for a very long time. And and most people that are into fitness are usually using you know, one or two supplements at minimum. Uh, and so, so there was a lot of that and. Uh, because I always tended to be kind of analytical and, and wanted to make sure that I was spending my money wisely because I didn't have a lot at the time. Um, I was always doing research about what is actually the best. And so at the time, like I, I, I even started to, uh, create my own, uh, you know, pre-workout stacks and and whatnot. And there was even a period where I'd make them and, and then I was actually selling them to friends. <laughs> I didn't uh, know that. <laughs> and so, so that, that's kind of what got it started. And then, Uh, and then I went, you know, off to college and, and all, and, and, and all that stuff kind of took a a back burner because I just didn't really have the time. And And, then,
0: and by the way, I just want to interject here for our listeners, um, even, back at that point, Jonathan was very good at his supplementation and and there's pictures to prove it. I saw pictures <laughs> of this guy. He was ripped, man, with uh, those supplements he was taking. Well, they, it wasn't just the supplements. No, it was a lot of hard work. I'm sure, sure. they <laughs>
1: did. They definitely did have their place. And so, so I've, I've, I've essentially always been a believer, you know, mm-hmm. I, I've, I've always known that there was probably more out there that you could discover that was not really in common vernacular, right. Or just common knowledge when it came to supplementation And so I've always been very interested in like pushing the envelope, so to speak, uh, when it comes to supplementation. And so then that really kind of naturally, once I came, you know, started working in mental health, um, I just started sort of voraciously, you know, like doing research, looking at the latest up-to-date information um, on what was out there to really help me um, when it came to you know, serving patients that wanted a more holistic, natural approach. Um, and it really, like, it's doubled the amount of tools that I have available at my disposal because I'm not just simply relying on medications. Yeah,
0: and I've been really excited just to work with you in that process because I've learned a lot uh, from you and you've also encouraged me just to, you know, with your, your real passion for delving into the research to actually get more well-informed as well. Um, so tell me a little bit about, you know, some of the... Um, Uh, experiences you've had. I mean, have you seen supplements really making a difference in the lives of uh, your patients?
1: Absolutely. And it's just like with medications. Um, you know, it can, it can, uh, it takes a little bit of practice, right? There's not going to be a typically a, a single supplement per se. Um, or I should say the first supplement that I usually recommend that's going to make that noticeable difference. Um, so, so I do cater things to the individual. Um, you know, a lot of times, like we'll get into later, we, we have to work on kind of stacking multiple supplements together, kind of like we do with medication sometimes, right. In order to get the best possible results. But I've been able to have patients that, uh, were on a multitude of medications. And by incorporating some supplements, we're able to significantly reduce the medication burden and in some cases actually get off of their medications while still remaining on their supplements. So, so the answer is yes. Um, depending on the individual, like it can be a really good, uh, it can be a really good strategy for a variety of different goals.
0: Yeah. I, and I would certainly concur with that. I've seen it time and again where, you know, it it doesn't necessarily always take, completely the place of a medication, but it can certainly help us to minimize the dose on the medication. And a lot of times it actually, I have had times where i've literally been able to take people off medications um, as we've used supplements as well as other holistic interventions to help their mental health and that's always exciting yeah right? it is so who what kind of individual might consider actually using a supplement to help with their mental health
1: so I actually i came up with um, five different scenarios now this is not an exhaustive list by any means you know supplements for many people um, depending on the ones that you're choosing for will, will make um, will, will be appropriate, right? But um, but somebody uh, these are these are kind of character or patient uh, sort of generalities where these these types of individuals have come in and they were a particularly good candidate. So one one scenario might be somebody that is medication naive, meaning that uh, they're a bit hesitant on getting prescribed a medication. Maybe they have a lot of biases against medication um, or. Uh, they're just really young, right? And so they're 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 starting to deal with um, some mental health issues, uh, maybe when they're in their teens or early 20s. And they 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 would rather try something that's a little more natural before they kind of jump in with both feet from a medication standpoint. Uh, another scenario is just people that have more mild to moderate symptoms. Now this could be because they. Um, maybe their symptoms have just improved over time, right? And so they're now more mild to moderate. Or maybe that's just the general sort of presentation of their mental health Ill- illness is that it's not quite as severe as the other other individuals where a medication option is usually kind of the first route that we're going to go. Um, any comments on either of those or do you want me to keep going? Oh, keep going. So the third one I would say is that the available medications for their specific condition we're trying to treat uh, is not either effective for them or it's causing some tolerability issues. So for whatever reason, maybe it's something that's developed over time where it stops being effective or they now have developed certain side effects that they're not really uh, really keen on, or maybe we've gone through the gamut of kind of the available options and everything that we've done just doesn't seem to work in the way that we want it to, then, you know, in those cases, I'm really starting to consider, okay, what kind of supplement stack can we start to incorporate in this person's regimen? Because I want to give them some level of symptom relief, but I'm, a, but uh, you know, the, the prescription options aren't really a good option. Um, My fourth one is that they're maybe a poor candidate for further medication options. So this, especially with like depression, this is, this is, uh, or anxiety, like these are, these are two uh, situations in which I'm frequently running into barriers of maybe I've gotten a partial response from an antidepressant, uh, but they're not a good candidate for some of those adjunctive treatments like lithium or Exalti or Abilify because they've got some comorbidities that just, there's too much risk, right? And so You know, their depression is is more in that mild to moderate space where they would like to get some better symptom relief, but they're already maybe maxed out on their, their current antidepressant. And so we just need something with maybe a different mechanism of action to really help to kind of support their overall treatment regimen. Uh, and then the last one is just maybe they're wanting to take a more natural approach. Uh, you know, so many people, their goals change over periods of time, right? They go through seasons or they account, encounter sort of new information that's made them kind of shift their mindset on what they're actually wanting from um their overall medication regimen or I should say their therapeutic regimen and so <clears throat> so many people they discover that hey there's actually some decent options out there so they they come they talk to me about it and they're wanting to over time maybe shift towards um going going more natural
0: yeah now th- i mean listening to you describe those categories um makes a lot of sense to me from a from a clinician standpoint and 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 as i think about that it really encompasses most of the individuals that we're working with and, you know, even in the general uh, public for our listeners, uh um, You know if if someone's having those mild to moderate symptoms or even more severe symptoms but uh you know the medication is only partially controlling and they need more help supplements can be a great option and and so one of the things i really like about supplements is yes we can use them by themselves but we can also use them uh, with medication of course judiciously right Mm -hmm. Uh, we do need to be aware that there are some medication supplement interactions which we're not going to have time to get into today but um generally speaking the safety profiles are usually pretty good with most of the main supplements that we use.
1: Yeah, if you, in, in general, and this is, this is uh, yeah, clearly a very generalized statement, but you know as Dr. Binance is kind of alluding to, most of the supplements that say you're gonna find on online, um, you know, on Amazon, places like this, um, they've been fairly extensively vetted, right? And so so there's a, there's a lot of research behind them. The ones that tend not to do anything tend to fall off, you know, sort of the public eye, right? And so over time, um, it's sort of refined the, you know, the things that are actually probably going to be useful to some extent. Um, so so in general, there's a lot of the ones that are currently available on the market tend to be fairly safe, and uh, but there are some notable exceptions.
0: So, Jonathan, um, you know, just in your experience working with uh, individuals, and and also from what the research would show, uh, what what are some overall benefits uh, that we might expect from people um, trying some of these supplements?
1: So, the the first thing is that they can be quite effective, uh, as we've kind of already alluded to. And I don't think we really need to spend any more time on that one. But um, other than maybe just saying that, you know, efficacy is uh, very much going to be in part determined by a a myriad of different factors, but but the dose, the supplement itself, right, the synergy between that and medication and or other supplements. And so in order to really determine like whether or not a a, a supplement is working for you, uh, a lot of times it's, it's, it's quite an extensive, it can be quite an extensive sort of trial and error process and having somebody that's well-educated on the topic can really make that process a heck of a lot easier. Another, another benefit is that- Can I oh, just make a sure. quick comment there? You know, I, I was really astounded
0: even in, in residency. I I remember reading one uh, article and it was actually showing uh, how they did a study on, I think it was even a head-to-head study on SAMe versus Prozac. And actually the the, uh, the study showed equal efficacy. And it, it was just, I was like, wow. So a supplement can actually sometimes uh, mm-hmm. be just as effective as medication. Yeah. And so th- that's an example that, yeah, um, supplements are very effective in in many cases.
1: Yeah. And that's, and you know, you also have to consider in like that type of study, they're looking at the average, you know, population, right? right? And so, so there are going to be people where SAMe is far more effective for them than Prozac, right? Mm -hmm. And so, and then there's going to be vice versa where some people Prozac's far more effective than SAMe. And so there's really no way to predict these things. And so sometimes you just have to kind of, you know, throw a bunch of darts at the dartboard and kind of see what sticks, right? But usually, usually, you know because of the knowledge that we have clinicians have about these things we can make a more you know reasonable sort of educated guess and so we can shorten that time frame in a lot of cases absolutely uh the second thing i would say is that it can offset some of the negative effects of you know like an inadequ- inadequate diet um or maybe there are certain um now not just nutritional deficiencies but maybe even like chemical imbalances um due to uh, a variety of different issues right and so while Like my opinion, uh, my opinion is you should get those things in check first, right? You should, you Mm -hmm. should have um, a good holistic therapeutic approach when it comes to your sleep, your diet, your exercise, right? You should do all of that first and really think of a supplement as supplementing a healthy lifestyle. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, the the third thing that i like about it is that there are countless options available and so while most people especially when i ask them you know do you have you tried any mental health supplements uh the majority of answers are no i don't know what you're talking about right mm-hmm. um and so so there's a lot of education that needs to be done um but if you know, then uh, like, if, if you if you were to know um, a lot of the research out there, um, you could you know more easily recognize that there are so many different options to choose from. And in terms of like the popular options and medications we use, I'd actually say um, I've more than doubled the amount of different ingredients that I can use simply by having knowledge about all these different supplement options. Uh, and then accessibility when it comes to supplements is. Um, Going to be higher than that of prescriptions simply because you don't need a doctor to write you a prescription in order to get it right, and so so you can go online and easily you know click a couple buttons and you can have it delivered to your door in a couple days, right? So so the accessibility portion is a, a big uh, benefit for supplementation.
0: That and that being said, um, which is very true and important, I I have often found it helpful uh, for individuals to work with somebody that has experience in this area because you know just because uh Sammy works for this person like we said earlier it's not necessarily going to work for you right and and so kind of recognizing those nuances and seeing what works together and what can like have synergy I think can be very valuable and and especially the experience of like okay someone like Jonathan for example who's worked with a lot of people and supplements um looking at okay well this set of, of symptoms uh, this is kind of the sort of supplements that we're looking at, right? Um, sure. So there's not a one size fits all, and there there are a lot of nuances. But it is true, accessibility is an easier factor.
1: I've had I've had a few patients that uh, they just. They, they love to dive into the research themselves. They just have this, this very strong sort of driven personality when it comes to, you know, health and, and, and whatnot. Right. So, so they're very well educated and, um, and it, I would have considered myself one of those individuals earlier on, right. Because I was doing all of it myself. Um, and so, so I definitely feel that you know, you can learn enough if you use the right resources, but that's, that's a big issue right there is figuring out which resources are actually reliable. Um, and, and then you, you typically would need to, in order to, um, make an adequate kind of determination about things, have some knowledge of medical literature. You know, a lot of the research, it uses medical jargon and it's very challenging to actually, Mm -hmm. um, really understand like the, the important components of the research. If you don't, if you don't know the language, right. Right. Um, If you don't have a basic understanding of statistics, sometimes you can easily be kind of manipulated if you will. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And, and, you know, one other thing I'm thinking about too, as you're talking is that uh, it's sometimes difficult for us to even always notice fully the impact of an intervention on ourselves Mm -hmm. and so sometimes having a second set of eyes to be like okay is this really helping or not and even using standardized uh, as screening tools and that sort of assessment tools to see like oh are my depression numbers um, improving or is my anxiety uh, lowering etc that can be very helpful in seeing if something's actually working
1: so I, I think the, and this is, I, I'd be interested to hear your feedback on this idea because I'm, I'm guessing you probably considered it before, but on that point that you were just discussing, I think it's somewhat easier to recognize the onset of negative symptoms than the absence of those negative symptoms, right? Mm-hmm. And so a lot of times when we're actually achieving some level of therapeutic effect, uh, it's just, it's harder for us to, to recognize Right. And so I think that standardized method of testing, you know, that you were just describing uh, can definitely be extremely helpful, especially with supplements that take a longer time for it to
0: actually take an effect. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's interesting how oftentimes when I've been with patients, uh, they and I'll ask them about specific symptoms like anxiety or depression, and they'll be like, oh, yeah, I guess I. I haven't had many panic attacks recently or I haven't been in bed all day uh, recently. I've been, I have been up more. So like you said, the absence of some of those really bothersome symptoms uh, sometimes slip our minds. Whereas, you know, if something's bothering us, we're going to be like, okay, that, yeah, this is an issue, right?
1: Yeah. Sure. Uh, so the the last benefit, the last sort of general benefit that I would say is that, and we kind of touched on this already before, but many of the common available supplements, the side effect profiles of them are, are quite good. And so I feel a lot I feel a lot more confident stacking multiple different supplements together, uh, you know, three, four, five, even supplements than even sometimes two medications, mm-hmm. right? There, there's, there's, there's well established known risks associated with, um, you know, medications that can be more severe, and so, so it it does depend on the ingredient itself, right? But, uh, but as a general rule of thumb, um, I do think that most of the available options are going to be uh, safer for most people.
0: Absolutely. All right, so. Let's talk a little bit about
1: supplement stacking. What is supplement stacking? Uh, the, essentially, it is stacking uh, multiple different ingredients together uh, for basically to improve efficacy, right? typically speaking. right? So, so you might use multiple ingredients that have a similar goal, but uh, do so via a different mechanism of action right? So, you know, like in the case of depression, it's not simply a serotonin imbalance, right? Even though that's what's frequently proposed. Uh, so, so if you can treat depression through a variety of different mechanisms, maybe you target dopamine, maybe you target serotonin, maybe you target inflammation, uh, right? Maybe you, maybe you target, um, over methylation or undermethylation, right? These different things can, can by when in combo, um, lead to a better response, or maybe because of the safety, you're actually hammering the same type of mechanism using different ingredients Mm -hmm. right and so sometimes because because of their safety where we don't tend to like to do that with medications um, it's it's definitely a reasonable approach when doing it with supplements yeah i mean
0: i I definitely have seen that synergistic effect uh, can take place when you find those combinations that really are effective uh, for someone's particular chemical makeup if you will uh so can you give us some examples of uh, some some stacks that uh, you found effective
1: before? Before we go into that, actually, I'd like to talk about a little, uh, just a little bit of a compare and contrast between pre formulated blends and DIY blends because okay. I think that is I think that is important. Um, you know, there's there's like pre-formulated blend would be you go on Amazon and you see a, a supplement. It's not a specific individual ingredient, but it's got a bunch of different ingredients, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Um. And so there are definitely benefits to that versus um doing it yourself, right? Com- combining your own different ingredients and, and making your own stack. Um. But there's also some significant downsides. And so um, you know, some of the pros of the pre-formulated. Uh, blends is simply that it's more convenient, and uh, you know you're you're going to maybe you buy. One formula, it's got five or six different ingredients in it or more, right? And maybe it's in a powder, so you just take a scoop, or maybe it's in some capsules, so you just take one or two capsules, right? And so it takes a lot of the guesswork away from you, right? Um, and so that can be really nice for a lot of people. And in many cases, because of the, the bulk discounts that these people get, if you were to buy all those, indig- those individual, those ingredients individually, uh, it would be more expensive, mm-hmm. right? So those are some of the pros, but, one of the cons is that um, you're putting the trust of the formulation in somebody else's hands. Mm-hmm. So you don't know typically which of those ingredients are actually doing the the job, right? Which ones are kind of filler ingredients, which ones might be causing you side effects, um, which ones are just really not, don't make a whole lot of sense, like based on the research, there are some, there are some supplements out there that a lot of people associate with being very useful for something, but really the research hasn't actually shown that to be the case, but because of marketing and because people recognize the name, a lot of these, uh, a lot of these manufacturers included in there. So, so frequently we get underdosed ingredients and frequently we get subpar ingredients in a lot of these pre-formulated blends. Yeah. And, and that underdosed,
0: uh... Piece I think is really important because uh, a lot of times a supplement could actually work for somebody, but they take just a little bit. Oh, yeah, you know, I've tried, for example, L theanine, but it didn't work for me. Well, what dose did you take? 100 milligrams. Well, you know, a lot of times people need at least two, 400 milligrams mm-hmm. um, of L theanine to really see a significant impact in their anxiety. And so yeah. a lot of these prefab formulas. Uh, they will have some of these ingredients that have sh- been shown in the research to
1: be helpful, but the doses are so low that they're just not going to do it. And a lot of times, if you're seeking one particular you know, benefit, uh, sometimes getting a fully dosed, uh, you know, adequate dosed. Um, of one particular ingredient may actually be more effective for you than getting a myriad of, mm. of underdosed ingredients. So mm-hmm. there's an argument for both, but it is once again comes down to kind of individual physiology. And then some pros of the the DIY stuff: it, you get greater control. Right, you get greater control over your over the individual ingredients as well as the doses that you use. And so you can also take more of a one by one approach, where you you add in something, you see how it does for you, you add in another thing, and then you keep going until you've really kind of dialed it in for you. Um, but you know, the, the biggest con is that it requires more time and knowledge. Um, and in, you know, in my case, I was, you know, I had my little lab that I had on the, the dinner table, right. Um, where of all my different ingredients where I'm measuring <laughs> things out and, and creating my own blend. And so it, it, it takes more time. Um, you know, I'm not going to deny Any explosions that. explosions in your life, No explosions, <laughs> okay. not yet. At least. <laughs> your wife um, <laughs> is like hiding in the corner. <laughs> maybe I need more insurance on my house or something. Um, so, so those are some of the pros and cons of, of doing it. It. And, and we do make our own sort of pre-formulated stack, which we'll talk about here in a minute. Um, so you know, it, really, the, the, the main benefit of that is just going to be that convenience. Right. And so you need to know that you can trust the provider that's formulated the mm-hmm. stack. Um, and, and that definitely can go a long way in terms of, uh, its own efficacy. So, yeah. Uh, what about some examples of, of some stacks? So, uh, when it comes to, when it comes to mood, um, a, you know, I, I think a, a pretty effective stack that may be a little bit more, you know, a little bit more complicated than some of these other ones that we're going to talk about. But uh, SAMI plus a B-complex uh, plus trimethylglycine or t- TMG. Now, this stack, you could also include like some methionine in there as well. Um, but typically you want not actually see SAMe in combination with these other ingredients. Um, part of the reason because, you know, SAMI, this is a little more complicated to work with, right? It's a little bit more of an expensive supplement. Um, and so, but a lot of people when they take it they may just simply not be getting like they may it's it's just not going to be as optimal, optimal if they're not actually adding in these other things and mm-hmm. part of the reason why is because um, you know certain certain aspects of the B-complex particularly the B-12 and the folic acid um, will ha- will uh, basically enhance its absorption and utility in, in the body and trimethylglycine basically can do um, in a different way, a similar thing, right? It's donating more methyl groups to the SAMe so that it can actually accelerate the process and then um, basically make the the SAMe go further, mm-hmm. right? Um, and so while, while you know, maybe overall reducing some of the costs because SAMe, like I said, in itself can be somewhat of an expensive supplement. Uh, any comments on that? No, I mean, I, ju-
0: I just think it's fascinating how, you know, once you start understanding some of the biochemistry, like you said, you know, the donation of the methyl groups, who, I mean, it's, it's almost like
1: yeah, this, it's fun. You know, it's fun, right? <laughs> <laughs> I think so. I think so. Uh, so a next, another one that I um, I'll throw in sort of pain and inflammation stack, but also could be part of kind of the mood stack as well. And you know, we see a lot of patients that are um, dealing with depression as a result of pain, and vice versa. Right, and so those things are very intrinsically tied. And so this is one that I, I tend to actually recommend quite a bit. Um, but that's uh, the base would be turmeric, right? So that's kind of the core ingredient, if you will. Um, and most of them will come with something. Called called bioperine or piperine. So that's basically a derivative of black pepper. It's going to enhance absorption significantly. So it's going to make it more effective. Um, your turmeric has been extensively studied for primarily two things, but that's inflammation, particularly like in the joints. So arthritis, um, but also depression. And so, um, that really kind of goes into the hypothesis of depression related to inflammation. And so this can be kind of a, a very different mechanism than what you see with traditional, um, even like the majority of antidepressant antidepressant medications as well as supplements that are usually targeted towards depression. Um, and then the last component would be DLPA. So I don't, do you know much about DLPA? No. Yeah. So this one's this one's not not very well known, but it's actually um, phenylalanine, which is the precursor to L tyrosine, uh, right? Okay. Um, but what what's slightly different about this is it's synthetically the D is synthetically derived, right? So you've got your enantiomers, and um, the D is synthetically derived, but the D in uh, DL phenylalanine um, ha- seems to have some level of effect on the brain's perception of pain right so while the l will convert into tyrosine therefore dopamine and help with like energy and motivation the d part can actually help with pain so combining turmeric with a dlpa you get two different mechanisms that can both enhance mood but also enhance uh, or i should say reduce pain so
0: you listeners get that. See, this is why I call him the supplement <laughs> King. Cause he's like all in there with yeah. the D and
1: the L. And yeah, I know. I know. I, I know it, it could be a little bit confusing, no, but the, awesome. the, 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 the science, the science is there for sure. And, uh, and that stack in particular, I've had many, I've had many patients that are actually on, like they're taking um, they're taking a lot of ibuprofen right over the counter and they've tried, you know, Cymbalta or Effexor or Elavil, you know, other, other prescription medications. And even taking these on top of it, like I've, I've had many that were able to significantly reduce the, the number of over-the-counter anti-inflammatory medications that they were taking, right? Um, so a couple more stacks, uh, uh well, let's talk about some, a couple anxiety stacks. So one of, uh, one of my favorite uh, to do is an L-theanine plus magnesium glycinate combination. And uh, you know, shameless plug. This this stack is part of our uh, relaxation supplement that we do have available uh, through Beautiful Minds Lab. So there are three additional ingredients in that particular stack, but two of the core components of that. Of that overall formulation are going to be the L-theanine and the magnesium glycinate. Um, so both of these tend to be quite relaxing for individuals. They can help with sleep. Um, they can they can help with anxiety. They can you know reduce um, you know the frequency of panic attacks. They can um, you know generally speaking, particularly the L-theanine can actually improve focus as well. So you can get this more like meditative like state when you take it at adequate doses. So it's a very good, well tolerated, um, in uh, inexpensive stack. Mm-hmm. Um another one that's you know more more herbal based, but lemon balm plus lavender. So uh, these are two you know two herbs that uh, that tend to be well tolerated and tend to also help to reduce anxiety. So the the next stack would be a sleep stack, and sleep is sleep is definitely a challenging one, um, especially you know when it comes to medications. We have quite a few options, and you know those medications do tend to be pretty consistently effective, especially when compared to say like antidepressants, right? Um, but uh, but there are definitely some useful definitely some useful supplements out there, especially for people that are looking to get off sedatives. So melatonin is is like the the one everybody knows, right? Um, but I do find that for frequently melatonin is either, um, very obviously not effective or, um, you know, obviously does cause some problems frequently. It's, uh, you know, like weird dreams or it might be daytime sedation. So that one's kind of a, you know, Use at your own discretion, if you will. Um, I I have sort of a love-hate relationship with melatonin. Um, But a couple other things that you could add if you do tolerate melatonin would be the L-theanine combination with that. And there's actually a number of products on Amazon that do have melatonin plus L-theanine. And then you could also add some L-tryptophan in there as well. Um, that is a precursor to serotonin, which is also a precursor to mel- melatonin. So it's it's more of a secondary way to, to get some additional melatonin. Uh, and then the last stack that I will mention is a focus and energy stack. So this has been one of my personal favorites as of late and uh, we are in the process of developing a new formula kind of based around this particular stack. Um, but L-tyrosine, you know, as kind of mentioned earlier, as being a precursor towards dopamine, which can help with um, focus in particular. Um, acetyl Carnitine, which uh, helps the brain to meta- like metabolize, uh, or I should say it, it's it's an energy creation supplement yeah. basically, and so so generally it can improve mental energy, mental clarity. So it works really nicely for a lot of people in combination with the L-tyrosine, um, and it's also synergistic with a choline source. So one of my preferred sources is Alpha GPC, um, and this this in combination with the Alcar. Um, can definitely further promote like that idea of mental clarity of memory of energy right and 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 even you know in my own personal experience a, a lightened mood right I, I do feel that you know i'm i'm more interested in things i'm more motivated in things and um and uh you know stressors or whatnot tend, tend to roll off the shoulders a little bit more
0: well thank you yeah and i mean i know there's so many details we could dive into but i think that it gives our listeners a really good taste on how broad and really effective supplements can actually be. And I think that in a lot of cases, uh, you know, we're just kind of scratching the surface when it comes to the efficacy and the our ability to, to utilize these things and in interventions and uh, helping people. And so, um, you know, I really hope this encourages our, our listeners to get a little more curious yes. about uh, maybe trying some of these things and, uh, like we said, you know, you want to be careful if you're going to do it on your, on your own. Do your research. Um, we're definitely not discouraging you to do it on your own. But, you know, if you're kind of trying a couple things, maybe not working out so well, you might want to consider trying to find somebody that has an experience in this in this field. And, you know, going back to what you said with our relaxation formula, um, I've been encouraged. You know, I, I have had a lot of positive feedback uh, from from patients. And, and 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 again, it shows how using ingredients, uh, that are shown in the research, uh, to be effective and especially using them together, often we can get really good results. So absolutely. Yeah. I don't know if you have any closing comments, uh, Uh, um, about your love for supplements. (laughs) No, we,
1: we definitely will, uh, carry on this conversation. And I think, uh, in, in future episodes, I mean, you guys are welcome listeners to give us some feedback. Maybe there are particular, if we want to dive more into say particular, um, like mental health issues mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, a myriad of different ingredients and doses and things of that nature. It could be a very technical conversation, but I think certain individuals will get a lot of value from that. Uh, so, you know, we're always happy to, to answer questions, um, and uh, we definitely, at least I definitely love talking about this. So, if you are one of my patients and mm-hmm. you um, have any interest in, in interest in this, um, you will probably... Not be able to get me to shut up if you do ask me some questions about it. So just
0: be careful. You're opening yeah. a can of worms, right?
1: Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it's, a good,
0: it's a good can. So, well, thank you, Jonathan. I really appreciate uh, you sharing today and I uh, really appreciate you sharing so much knowledge uh, with me as well and inspiring me with your, your passion for this topic. And it's helped me to become a better clinician. And I know in the end, it's going to help a lot of people out there. So, uh, and thank you to our listeners for tuning in and uh, hope you all have a wonderful day. Day. So, if you only take one thing away from today's show, remember this. If mental illness is a whole person problem, then it must have a whole person solution. I'm Dr.
1: Daniel Vinus. And I'm Jonathan Edens. And you've been listening to the Brain People Podcast.
0: <laughs> Thanks for listening to hear more episodes find us on social media or support us financially visit the brain